Welcome to the Breadwinner Energy Podcast. I'm your host, Tay Daniels. I'm a multi-business owning wife and mom that lives in the Midwest. I teach women how to be unapologetic in their journey to success, how to stop making decisions out of fear and step into their CEO shoes, to want more for their life, and to build a business that they not only love, but they're extremely proud of. On this podcast, I will be giving you my no BS advice and perspective on business, life, and motherhood. So grab your drink, put on those headphones, or cover your child's ears, and let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Breadwinner Energy Podcast. I am joined by two of my favorite ladies. We've got Ty, which is one of our academy students and going to be alumni as she moves into our mastermind. And then I have Courtney, one of our academy students with me today. And we are chatting about our upcoming classes. I'm going to be sharing their amazing stories as well as talking about manifesting money. Welcome in, ladies. Welcome, welcome. How are you doing? Hello. Hi there. We're all in our mom glory, chilling together on the Zoom, you know, no makeup, hair not done. I've got a sick kid, you know, we're living the dream over here, real life. <laughs> and doing it anyway, right? Yes. In spite of, just don't exactly. do it Exactly. Anyway. Yes. Well, Courtney, if you want to tell us first about you, your story, who you are, what you do, all the yes. things. Um, so my name is Courtney Cherry. I am a copy and content writer. I have my own business, Writings by Cherry, and I am so happy to have found Tay in the Academy. It's been life-changing. More about that later. <laughs> um, I am really, really excited to talk about money because I love money and money loves me. And, you know, I just I feel like it's such a taboo topic that, you know, so many people are afraid to discuss and afraid to talk about, but like secretly they wish they had more money oh, yeah. um, because what can you do in life without money, right? Like money is a tool. Money is um, something that you helps you take care of yourself, take care of your family. So I love having these kind of conversations and um, in preparation for the class that I'm going to be giving I've been thinking so much about my own money journey and how much things have changed for me. Yes. And, and I would say like the last five years, um, and, and I'm very transparent. So, you know, I might Love say that. things that make them clutch their pearls, honey, but you know what, we're going to clutch them. Okay. Um, I mean, I went from filing bankruptcy and, you know, credit in the toilet and being in debt and working seven days a week as a single mother. OK, um, I went from that to like totally quitting my career, having an over 700 credit score. I just got approved for like my first like major multi five figure credit travel credit card, which is something that I always wanted because I wanted the travel points to be able to go places. I am living um, the start of my dream life and, and I have my dream schedule and I, I, I mean, I just can't even believe where my life is now. And yeah. so much of it has to do with my mindset, my mindset around money, around abundance. Um, you know, I think about how I grew up. It's very interesting because 
my mom, so my parents were divorced, um, my mom's single mom, and, and she really raised me to be like, you know, you got to be independent, you got to be able to take care of yourself. She was always talking about this proverbial ship. It was like, this, my ship is coming in, but it was like always somewhere out there somewhere. And, you know, she had to watch her pennies and watch her money and, you know, all of these different things. And then my dad um, is actually a very wealthy man and exposed me to a lot of different things and kind of exposed me to what money can do for you. So it was very interesting, the dichotomy between my two parents and going back and forth between their households and watching, um, you know, just how they live their lives. And both of them have taught me amazing things around money. Um, but I've also recognized that there's some um, ways of thinking about money that I didn't necessarily want to adopt. And I realized that in changing how I thought about money, how I saw money, um, it allowed for me to get to the place where I'm at now. So I'm really, really excited to um, give this talk and talk a little bit more about my journey and then give some practical tips and tools because I'm all about that, right? Like anytime I listen to, you know, people give, you know, these great speeches, I'm like, okay, that sounds good, but like, how am I going to do that? Yep. Yeah. Right. Give me, give me some tips and tools. So I've got some tips and tools coming. I've got um, a special little giveaway for those that show up. I'm really excited to give that out. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait to talk more about it. I'm so excited. So first, let me just say background. Um, We've all been single moms at one point. We're all moms. We're all business moms. Uh, and Courtney, she quit her what six figure nine to five mm-hmm. to pursue a fifteen year career. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. crazy. And so uh, the class that she's referring to is going to be on June fifteenth, and it's going to be inside of our academy and inside of our membership. So if you're a member in academy or membership, um, you are going to be welcomed in class. Or if you want to just come to Courtney's class, you can get on her VIP list. So if you're listening to any of this today and you're like I. Want to be in one of these classes, or that's mine, or Courtney's, or Ty's, you can be on their VIP list. But if you want to be in all three classes, you have to join our membership or academy. So, Courtney, thank you so much for sharing um, more about you behind the scenes of your life. We have so, all three of us have so much in common on so many different levels. It is crazy. Like from our high school and younger days to our childhood to our upbringing to just now like it it's mm-hmm. so cool that we were brought into this space together and yeah. that we talk about too like now we're friends in real life which is so cool because I, I love that who thinks you know when you meet people in the online space you just you don't know what can come of it and then to mm-hmm. meet people from all over the world and yeah. Courtney tell us where you're from I am. A, I'm from Sacramento, California. I am a California girl, but I have lived the last 20, 20 plus years. Gosh, I'm about to show my age now. <laughs> um, I've lived uh, in the Bay Area. So I, I, so I live like the more I think about it, I live in like literally the most expensive place you could yes. possibly live in, in, the, in the United States of America. I mean, we we're more expensive than even New York City. It is you should, people do some strange things for rent around here. <laughs> in the Bay Area, okay? I'm just here to tell you. Um, And so like the fact that I have been able to 
you know, accomplish all that I have and kind of <clears throat> move the needle in the way that I have. And as a single mom living in the most expensive place in the United States, again, just really goes to show how much my mindset around abundance and money and creating the life that I want um, is possible um, because, you know, your reality is nothing but a reflection of what's going on inside your mind. Oh God, um, yes. So I feel, you know, so blessed and grateful. And I, I really try to spread that, you know, news as, as much as I can. So I'm, I'm thank, so thankful to you, Tay, for providing the platform and really looking forward to the conversation. Thank you. I'm so, it's so cool because the dynamic in our group is so interesting where we're all these women and most of us are moms from all over the world, even because we've got people in other countries and we come together yeah, every single week, right? To just share our life together. And Courtney has been a huge inspiration inside the program. She's just a ray of sunshine. And then people also, I feel like, look up to Courtney and Ty because they're always giving such great advice and being like just so kind and caring and upbeat. I love it. Freaking love it. It's amazing. So we've got Courtney on the West coast. I'm in the Midwest and then Ty's on the East coast. So we're from everywhere. And Ty, would you like to come on in and let's hear about you, your life, your story. Tell us everything. Yes, absolutely. So I am Ty Whaley and I run two businesses. Um, one is a business consulting where consulting agency where we kind of do some business consulting, kind of get you to that next level. We're really working with businesses that are at that growth stage, but I specifically work with spiritual entrepreneurs and soulpreneurs. So people who are into energy healing, holistic medicine, health and wellness, and everything woo-woo, because I'm all about the woo-woo. And then in my other business, I am a life and business coach. I'm, I, I call myself a life and business coach, but I'm an intuitive coach, but I'm really a legacy builder coach. I want to build legacies for families and teach them about generational wealth and teach them about all of everything that comes with that, not just the business side. Um, and I started the academy and I made myself a, a plan that at the end of the academy, I was going to leave my job and just be doing this full time. And that's exactly what I did. So I love being in Tay's community, kind of took me to that next level. And for my class, I'm going to be talking about how to really infuse that spiritual side and those affirmations and manifest your life on a different level because yes manifesting money is so important but that is just part of it you have to manifest the rest too because if you manifest the money but you don't know what to do with it or you have Absolutely. these plans you know you have to you have to tell the money where you want it to go exactly. so you have to you have to say hey I want this house and this is how much I need for it or I want this I want to live in this neighborhood so, yeah. you know, in order to manifest that money, you have to figure out what you want to do with it. You can't just manifest it and let it sit in the bank because at the end of the day, it's just going to sit there doing no one any good. Exactly. So. Yes. Yes. You're preaching because money is energy. It has to have a place to go. And if you're not very clear about the number you want and why you want it and what it means to you, what it's going to do for you, yeah. nine times out of 10, it doesn't happen. So that's a great point. And um, for all of you listening to Ty is actually hosting a workshop for parents and kids in entrepreneurship. So she is doing the whole family. If this is something that you're interested in and you're 
you, your kids, and all the people that you love and know are trying to get into business, she is the woman for you. And also, I, I love the dynamic between us. Actually, let me go into this one part. So you said you were going to quit your nine to five in the academy. You're giving yourself one year, and you did it in seven months. Can you believe that? I totally cannot believe it. And I have to say that like, I wrote it down almost every day. I started I started about a month before I started the academy writing down all the things that I wanted to do. And every day it was part of my morning affirmation. And every time that I did something, I checked it off. And like, I I remember having a conversation with Tay about how I was like, okay, I'm going to do it this time. And I actually pushed it back further. And Tay was like, uh, okay, are you <laughs> sure? Because I actually pushed my date further back. And then I was just like, I had a, a conversation with Courtney and Courtney was just like, you know, Blind faith, you just got to do what you I'm want. I'm crazy. You do. Don't listen to me. <laughs> and I was like, you know what, Courtney? Yes. And literally the next day, I sent Courtney a message and I said, hey, Courtney, I put in my notice. And she was like, what? Yes. <laughs> Which is crazy. We all did that. All three of us took a blind leap of faith to be in programs, to work with coaches, and to quit our nine to fives as single mothers. And, you know, Courtney shared her upbringing. Uh, I've shared mine many a times. I mean, I grew up in a trailer with a single mom and I was far from having money for 90% of my life. I would say until the last year, really, I had a struggle with money and credit and debt. And so I think it just goes to show when you really put your mind to something and you want it bad enough, it will absolutely happen for you. I feel like the people in this life that are like the most successful are the ones that are just radical. Like sometimes stuff isn't going to make sense. Um, But if you trust that intuition, which is why Ty, you're so valuable in this online space because you're really teaching people how to listen to that. Um, And so often it's something that you can't explain. It's something that other people aren't going to understand, but it's not meant for them to understand because it's not for them, right? It's for you. Um, Sometimes you just got to go for it. I mean, you know, people have asked me like, well, what made you quit your job? I mean, first I had this push in terms of being a mom. And for me, my son kept getting quarantined and suspended. That's a whole nother conversation because middle school (laughs) is crazy. Um, But I also just, it was this feeling that I likened to, and this is the only way I can describe it. It feels like when you have to throw up, you know, when you're like, oh my God, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I can, I I hate throwing up. I don't want to, I will try to avoid doing anything you know, to not have to do it. But sometimes you literally have to put your finger down there and do what you got to do. And that was the feeling that kept coming over me. And I swear the minute I put my notice in, I felt that relief. Like, I can, like, I, I feel fine. And the peace that I've had through this process, again, goes back to the mindset. And, and it, it really is 90% in your head. It's oh, so, absolutely. It's so crazy. Yeah. And this is what I always say too. Like, you're going to be uncomfortable being an entrepreneur and you're going to be uncomfortable being on a nine to five with a ceiling. Yes. And so you have to choose, you know, what way do I want to be uncomfortable? Do I want to be uncomfortable the rest of my life being in a quote unquote secure nine to five, which nowadays I don't even know if that's a thing, or do I want to be uncomfortable building a business and a legacy and making as much money as possible, right? They're both uncomfortable. You just have to pick which one and then love your decision. <laughs> I absolutely agree. And for me, it was a little different. It felt more like um, 
like a, a magnet kind of like it was drawing me in, like all I could do is think about it. And I think for me, the moment that I just knew for sure that it was time, but I just didn't take that leap yet was when I woke up one day and I was like, damn it, I have to go to work and work is getting in the way of my, my life. <laughs> so I feel like once, you know, I really realized that, but once I, and just like Courtney, once I put my notice in, I felt so relieved, like my anxiety went away. And I just knew that I was on the right path and I didn't know how I was going to make it happen. And sometimes even now I'm like, I don't know how this is going to happen, but I know it's going to happen. You just have to believe. Yeah. So I would like for both of you actually to share, like, what was your game plan and your strategy prior to leaving? Because I didn't have one, right? I just quit. And I was like, I had no money. I had no degree. I had nothing. And I was just like, F it. Peace (laughs) out. They're laughing over here. I don't know what's I'm going on. I'm laughing because I'm wild. Like I just, no. you know, there. I did think about it a little bit, and thankfully for me, having gone and worked for the government and I built a career, I, I'm, I'm transparent again. I did have a nest egg. I do have a nest egg, but it's not a forever, right? Like, yeah. and it's not some money that I could live off of for like the next ten years and not have to do anything. Like, I still have to, you know, take care of my child, make sure we keep a roof overhead maintain our same standard of living, right? It's not his fault that I decided to up and change my life and quit my job. You know, he's just being his regular, you know, middle school self going through the normal life processes that he was going to go through regardless. It's up to me as his mom to, you know, create the stability that he needs to be able to thrive and be successful in his own right. So like, make no mistake, you know, no, you're never going to be fully prepared, right? Anything oh, can yeah. happen. Um, but it's really just a matter of, uh, but again, that belief in that mindset of just knowing, um, I, I've mentioned this before to a few people, but like, sometimes when I feel the feels, because I step, I do definitely feel the feels. I think people often think that when you go on a, you know, a healing journey or you're shifting your mindset that one day you're going to come to a place where you never, ever have any of those, you know, negative resistant feelings ever again. And that's just not true, but say that again that'd that'd be the dream that'd be right exactly it's just just not how it works and so you learn to get to a place where you can kind of self-regulate so you know when I'm feeling like that I might you know be like okay am I going to be okay today yep today we're good am I going to be okay for the rest of the week yep rest of the week got that covered what's the next 30 days looking like like you literally take it one day at a time because all it takes is one day to change your life like anything can happen yeah. Happen. And that's true. Like where, where I teach that coaching yourself, because you have to learn how to coach yourself through these yes. moments and the ups and downs, not even in entrepreneurship, but your life and parenthood. And I actually like to relate this, this leaving your nine to five to parenthood as much as you ever think you're ready. You are never ready to be a parent. Never, like, ever. Never. I never wanted to be a parent and then got pregnant. And then I was like, Oh, I can do this. And then she came. And then at every new level and age and stage, I'm like, can I do this? Who, mm-hmm. who, made this up like who thought this was a good idea like you're never really ready <laughs> not into it, it. Yes. Not like it. <laughs> so if you wait till you're ready you're never going to do it you're never going to have a kid buy the car jump into entrepreneurship but ty tell us what did you do to prepare so i thought i was ready i thought i was prepared i had a bit of a nest egg and then i left my job and all of the things happened my husband by default or whatever you want to call it, 
had no choice but to leave his job. And we were just in a position where now we didn't have a nest egg. This was survival mode. So (laughs) for me, it was just that my plan was don't fail. Show up, don't fail. Show up when I don't want to show up. Show up when I don't feel like it. Just show up and don't fail. And learn from the failures. Yes, which is crazy because through all of my episodes with almost every guest, the two commonalities between every single person or three commonalities has been hire a coach or a mentor, uh, go all in and be consistent and find your community. And like, though, if you do those three things, I don't think you can fail. I really don't. Yeah, I'm doing all three of them right now. And it, it, you know yes. what? It's Every day I see, I see progress. Every day I see things um, you know, changing and, and moving into that direction. Um, and it's so exciting. Um, yeah, it's really, really exciting. Yeah. And I think having a coach and, or mentor and a community allows you to check yourself because a lot of times we think I'm not progressing and things aren't moving and I'm I'm really not doing anything, but then you have people to remind you, like, look how far you've come from where Mm -hmm. you started. Like we think just those little steps are adding up to nothing, but other people are like, it's adding up to something. So, so Ty, for you, you know, you had a small nest egg, but then kind of shit hit the fan. But then since then, have you like revived or what's been happening? Um, I've kind of gone through a revival phase and I kind of like everything went really well. And then I kind of had a shift and then things kind of leveled out. So now I'm back in that building up stage. And that's just because, you know, I really had to step in being to into being who I am and telling everyone, hey, I'm an intuitive, uh, you know, coach. I do this off of my intuition. I use my gifts. And, you know, when I really stepped into that role and start talking about this side of things and really just being real about how I got here and manifestation, I lost a lot of clients. Oh, yeah. And I really feel like at the time I was so devastated. But I have to say you two ladies got me through it because I was really devastated. And you two constantly reminded me of, okay, this is what's supposed to happen because these people are not supposed to be in your community anymore. So. I have to say, I feel like sometimes we are the perfect little tripod. (laughs) (laughs) Completely. Because even though I coach and mentor both of you, there have been moments where I'm like second guessing because of those shifts and those transitions and stepping into a new phase of life, motherhood, business, that sometimes you just need other people in your circle that can talk sense into you or reality and be like, it's okay. I've been there before. Um, Because even the top people in the industry, top coaches, whatever, they still have coaches, they still have communities, they still have biz besties that they rely on. And so, yeah, I do think we're a really good trio. I do say so myself. (laughs) No, no one is immune, you know, no matter, again, it's, it's a forever climb, right? It's a forever journey. There really never is a destination. And I think that's why it's so important to enjoy it along the way, right? Like, you know, could I, I was very intentional when I quit that I was not going to be stressed out. Like I did not quit my job to be stressed, yeah. to be worried, to be fearful, um, to be constantly, you know, up at night wondering, oh my God, did I make the right decision? You know, um, yeah. I'm, I'm learning to be more decisive in general. And this was one of those major moves that was like, okay, 
I'm doing it. Not only am I going to do it, but I'm going to rest in my decision and I'm not going to second guess myself and cause all of this necessary angst and anxiety. And things have happened. I mean, I, I remember um, immediately after joining Tay's program and quitting, I got like a client out the blue. And I'm talking about literally like, quote unquote, fell into my lap. I'm doing air quotes right now. But <laughs> it was like the universe said, here, here you go. Here is, is confirmation for you being obedient and following what it is you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, it covered my whole expenses for one month. And I mean, I'm talking about out of nowhere, I didn't go get them anything. They just came. Yeah. Um, but since then, you've made your investment back in Academy. You've taken yes. multiple vacations. Honey, I'm <laughs> leaving in three weeks to go again. again. Okay. I'm going oh again and I'm flying first class. Like this is my first first time flying first class. I'm so okay. excited. I am keeping my fingers crossed that Delta don't cancel my flight. I rebuke <laughs> anything otherwise. Okay. I don't care what they've got going on. My flight going to be on time. Um <laughs> And yeah, I'm, I just, I can't even believe where my life is. I really can't. Um, and again, I still have those moments where I'm like, oh my God, can I sustain this? Can I keep this going? Um, but again, I, I have learned the art of bringing myself back around, bringing myself back around. Like, yes, you can, you know, um, and I've got some, I can't wait because I've got some affirmations and things that I've used and yes. I'm going to be giving away all the secrets, honey. You better, y'all better tune in. You're not going to want to miss this series. Ty, tell us more about your class, what you're going to be teaching. Ty's class is coming. Let me find the date for you guys. I don't want to give you the wrong date. I, I'm pretty sure it's the end, the last Wednesday in June, the 29th. Yes, it is. June 29th. She's going to be teaching her class. So tell us more about your class. So it's going to be about um, really talking about spiritual spirituality and then manifesting in your life, like your everyday, like I will give you an example. Um, the last house that I found that I wanted, that I was renting, we're still in that renting process. I wrote down everything I wanted in this house. And then I got my car and I drove in the neighborhood that I wanted this house in because I was determined that I was going to get this house in this neighborhood. I didn't know what it looked like. I just knew what it had. And I drove past this house. It looked empty. It didn't have a sign, didn't have anything. I looked the house up on the internet, found out who had it before. And I called them and I said, Hey, um, so I see you guys are renting this house. And they were like, uh, yeah, we are. Did, how did you find out? I'm like, Oh, there was a sign outside, which, okay. I'm going to be honest. There was not a sign outside, but they were renting the house. And the poor lady was so confused because she was like, it's not, uh, let me put you on hold. She comes back. She goes, don't know why the sign is out there because it's not available yet, but hey, yeah, you can look at it next week. And um, two weeks later, I moved in and I moved in the house when I had no job because I was in between jobs. I moved in with no job, just the promise of I will be able to pay rent. Here's my deposit. And there we go. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. Th those types of stories literally blow my mind. You, you know, that's the karmic currency. <laughs> Karma, your karma credit is good. <laughs> That's what my brother always tells me. He's like, you got the best karma credit ever because, you know, and to me, it's, it's about belief. You know, that's what I want to, I'm going to be talking about in my class. You have to absolutely believe in what you are saying and what you are doing. That's that spiritual side. You know, we, we often talk about religion, but we don't want to talk about the spirituality of it. And, you know, you can be religious and spiritual, but you can also be spiritual and not be religious. It is just about that belief in something 
outside of yourself, bigger than yourself, allowing things to happen, that energy, that flow, that magnetism, you know? And a lot of people who are religious don't think of themselves as spiritual, which I find interesting. So like you're, you're worshiping essentially, um, someone or thing that you never met in real life. <laughs> like, all these, yeah. All these words and titles, right? Spirituality. I'm a Catholic. You're Baptist. I'm a Muslim. I'm non-denominational. <laughs> like, we, you all, you don't even, most people don't even realize that all they're doing is, it's all the same thing. That's yeah. why I, when you had shared initially, Ty, that you had lost clients, I'm like, entrepreneurs, like in order for you to be an entrepreneur, you have to believe in yourself and your ability in something that you cannot see to go out and create a business when you have had no customers, when you don't have any followers, you have to believe. So it just uh-huh. blows my mind that people don't often make the connections, um, you know, and they get hung up on these titles and things like that um, because it really is all the same thing just wrapped up in in a different um, phrase but it's it's a thousand percent about your belief and your mindset from whether I listen to Ty uh, Tay's podcast or somebody else or Tony Robbins you know from the smallest speakers on Instagram to the top motivational speakers in the world they are all going to tell you the same thing Oh yeah. It's all about your belief. It's yes. all about your belief. Yes. It's all about what you believe. And this is the thing at some point in your journey of entrepreneurship and, and motherhood, because that's gotten me through motherhood as well. You're just going to have to lean in. You're just going to have to accept that these are my thoughts and these are my feelings. And these are the driving force of my everyday actions and results. Whether I believe in anything out there in the world, spirituality, religion, doesn't matter. But until I lean into knowing that this is directly reflecting my life, and so I can either continue to choose things that don't empower me and don't inspire me and don't make me feel good, and I can keep beating myself up with self-negativity, or I can just try to believe in myself. I can go to the opposite. Like a lot of us, it's so easy to be so negative. It's so easy to complain and to think the worst of situations. And I've been down that rabbit hole many of times. But just as much as you can choose those thoughts, you can choose the opposite. You can choose like, what if everything goes right? What if it's not that big of a deal? What if it works out? And that feels so much better in inspiring you to take action on the things you want in your life. And so, like you said, Courtney, it doesn't matter who you talk to from like, I mean, honestly, this is like baseline. If you ever want to work with somebody this is baseline. And if they're not teaching you these baseline principles, I don't know. Cause it's never the actions. Like if people, that's the thing too. There's a lot of A-line coaches in the industry and they're teaching you change your actions and change your actions and change your actions. But if you don't get to the root, what comes before actions, your thoughts, your beliefs, your feelings, which actually drives your actions, you're never going to make sustainable changes. So I'm really glad that you actually brought that up because I think it's so it's so important for us women to know that you do have control over your life. You do have control over your thoughts and your business and your parenthood um, because parenting, that's a whole nother level. Like business is hard, <laughs> honey child, business is hard and running two businesses is hard, but nothing compares to motherhood. And I don't think I was prepared 
I really don't because my no one is prepared. <laughs> my five year old, she gives me a run for my money. I mean, talk about karma. <laughs> I think that's why groups like this are so important, like the academy or wherever you find community, because women, like, we are expected to do so much, okay? Whether you are a married mom, a single mom, a co-parenting, a co-parenting mom, like we are expected to do so much and still raise these kids. Like, yeah. and still be the one that, you know, takes them to the doctor that figures out what they're doing. I mean, you know, no, no shade to dads because Father's Day is coming and we love dads, but <laughs> like there is just this expectation yeah, around women. Yeah. yeah. And so it takes that community to really understand that mompreneur life because it, it is no joke. It and that's no the thing joke. they say, like, it takes a village to raise your children. And I completely agree, but there's not, the villages are not the same anymore. You can't trust people. Exactly. You have so many things to worry about, but I will say for sure, um, as a mother in business, uh, hardest thing I've ever done, but it's also so lonely. Like before I created my community, it is so lonely. Your friends don't get it. Your family doesn't get it. Your husband doesn't get it. Um, and, and you do need these spaces of women who just understand it. And like you said, no shade to the dads out there, but it's just not the same. They don't deal with the guilt. They don't, they don't, yeah, they don't do all. We carry them from the minute of inception. I mean, we literally give up our whole entire bodies. Exactly. For a whole nother human. Like, and they're not expected to. Like no. I told you guys on Thanksgiving, when I was sitting down eating after I had cleaned the whole house and cooked the whole meal for everyone. And my husband's literally just getting a plate for our child. And my grandma is having a full on fit. Like he shouldn't be doing that. And I was like, well, if we're going to do he said, she said, then he needs to be working more and making a hell of a lot more money because I'm doing that too. Exactly. So if, if I'm going to be working and making all the money and paying all the bills and raising the children and taking care of the home and all he does is go to work and make money. I mean, no shame, but it's like, at what point do we get a break? So I think in this finding a partner that number one understands the journey of entrepreneurship and knows it's, it's not linear and also can be very supportive in roles of the home and parenting. And, and for me, I don't need my husband to make more money than me or equal amounts of money, but I do need you to participate in parenting in the home. And if you can't do that, I'm like, what the fuck are you bringing to the table? Exactly. Because <laughs> what you I are bringing <laughs> is everywhere. So I mean, I got a table. Okay, honey, I got a table and chairs. Okay. And right? exactly. I got decor for the table. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I want to share with you two um, something that my friend said. She is like outside of our community. She is my number one support person. Like we have weekly motivation remind you that you are the bomb ass yes. calls because she is a business owner and her husband is a business owner, but he travels a lot. And she has, she's a mom of multiples. So she has twins and then a younger one. Mm. And Ooh. she was, she was interviewing for a client. Um, they were interviewing each other. And he had the nerve to tell her what is her superpower. And she said, what's my superpower? I'm a woman, AKA I'm a mom. I pushed out multiples and I run a business. What's your superpower while we're at it? Right. And you know, that was so like mind blowing to me because I was like, you know what? Yeah. We like carry whole, like Courtney said, we carry whole babies. She carried two whole babies while running her business. Yeah. And you want to know what her superpower is? Right. You know? I know it just, it's crazy in society. Like what people 
have taken from past and like are putting into like what should be normal. And I don't feel like there's a norm anymore. Like women are working more now than ever and they have voices and they get to vote and they get to, to have their own money and cars and all the things that they didn't have in the past. Um, and there's, you know, there's some people that are like, well, you chose this, you chose to be a mom and you chose to have a business. And yes, I did, but that doesn't take away from the fact that it's still hard. <laughs> Well, but, but not only that, who's going to populate the earth if we don't have children? How exactly. how will the population continue if we do not choose to bring these people earthside? So there's exactly. that, right? Like right. what a necessary function of society, actually. Um, and I think that's why it's so important, though, that like women have options, right? And and be able to create lives that allow for balance, that allow for you to be able to raise children yep. and bring in an income. Like nobody ever expects men to sacrifice their career for their children. Never. Right. No one ever expects that. But women yes. are, um, you know, always expected to figure it out and make the sacrifice. Um, yes. And so- that's why like this was so necessary for me because there was just no way that I was going to be able to continue in my management role and, you know, continue and, and also be effective as a parent um, yeah. and show up in the way that I'm needed in that, in that part of my life. And two, we got to think about it. Like when our parents were raising us, they had the village, like they not only were school was a bit different back then, of course, but then like after school, like your kids could be with other kids and they could be in doing activities. But now you just have to be worried about your kid in school. Like, are they even mm -hmm. safe? Are they going to live at school? There wasn't any internet. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, the level of the, but also the level of freedom that we get, because, you know, we have that time and that opportunity that other parents, like I get a lot, especially from my friends who want to start businesses, but don't really take that leap. Oh, well, of course you're, you, you get to do all these things because you're working your business. Let's not, let's not mistake this for a full-time vacation. It's not, but right. at the same time, I chose this because I, I want a better life for my child and I want a better life for myself. And I want to stop living that lie that this is the only way to be successful is to work yourself to death and not actually have time to spend with your family. Exactly. No. 100%. And I'll say too, my, like I said, my daughter's five and a half and she's had more life experiences at five and a half than I've had in a good part of my life. Like we didn't go on trips. We didn't go out and do all these things. And now I'm able to take her on vacations and she gets to see, I didn't see the beach until I was 19. She's seen it twice in the last six months. <laughs> like, it's just, and I don't live close to the beach for all of you who are like. <laughs> yeah, no, you definitely have to travel to the beach. For yes. Sure. yes. Yeah. So I just think it's, it's, it's not going to be easy in the beginning. Like business is not easy in the beginning, but it allows you long-term to build this life for you and for your kids. Um, and they just get to have different lives. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I do want to say something Courtney said earlier about dads don't have to like put their career on the back burner. My husband's at a camp for work for a week and I'm home with a sick kid also working. I'm also in school being certified and I'm taking care of the house and nobody thinks twice about that. It, it's, mm -hmm. it is what it is. When I've done a one day conference away from my child, 
while he's with her for the day, meaning like I left in the morning and I'm back in the afternoon. <laughs> my grandma is like, are you serious? You are neglecting that child. I'm like, because she's spending a day with her dad who she prefers to be with. She's mad at me because he's at work this week as if it's my fault because she wants to be with him. Like in what world does that matter or make any, it blows my mind. I'll never understand it, but um, yeah. So for the women and the moms out there listening, just know we've got your back. If no one else does, Definitely. we get it, right? Um, so we also have, like I said, those classes are coming up June 15th. Courtney is going to be chatting about money, manifesting money, and all the things that she does and her mantras. And then on June 29th, Ty is going to be talking about manifestation, affirmations, being spiritual, and really trusting your intuition in yourself. And then on July, what's my date here, ladies? July 13th, I'm going to be talking about my manifestation story, manifesting in business, um, just, you know, manifesting this life that we've all created for ourselves. And none of us came from wealth. None of us came from, you know, having things handed to us. And I think it just goes to show that it's not rare for women to turn their life around and you can do it too. You can have a completely different life in a year than you have right now. I'm going to, I'm going to make a little, never clutch my pearl statement. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, say your pearl. Uh, but I, you know, I think part of the problem, and I even had this problem in the beginning of my journey, it is hard oftentimes for people to take full accountability for where they are. Oh yes. So often we want to blame it on this, blame it on that. I didn't have this. He won't, you know, my baby daddy won't take care of this. Um, I've got it so hard. Yep. And we don't really want to accept the fact that not only can you change it, but your beliefs are what are causing the situation. I mean, I have, there are so many numerous examples in my life that I can think of where what used to be an issue for me is like a whole 180 now. Um, And it's because I, I began to take like real responsibility for creating the life that I wanted. And and it did not happen overnight. I think we, people also think that it's like, it's supposed to look a certain type of way. And so when you're, when the journey isn't looking the way that you think it should look, you think that nothing's happening, but then all of a sudden you look up and honey, you out of bankruptcy with a 720 credit score and a travel credit card, and you've got great relationships and you've quit your job and you're, you know, doing all of these things. Um, and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm here now. I'm, I'm where I said I wanted to be all these years ago. It took me a minute, but the, the time is going to go by anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> so the quicker you can take risk. I don't know why I'm having a frog in my throat right now. <laughs> the quicker a person can take responsibility for the fact that they have created whatever messes they are in in yes. the moment is the first step to, to shifting your yeah. mindset. And that's this is the thing. Once you realize that the life you have right now is the life that you've created, then you're like, oh, I did not create that. And then you, you stop, you let your ego down, right? Because your ego is not protecting you here by any means. And then you realize, well, if I've done it before, I can create a different life for myself. Like if I'm in charge of creating my life, it goes two ways. Like 
So for all of you out here and you're like, like you said, but there's all these excuses and circumstances about how, you know, maybe my husband's on drugs or maybe my family doesn't support me or I've never had money. Or never valid had stuff money. for sure. Valid circumstances, stuff. Right. But it's always how we think and feel about those circumstances and you get to choose, right? The best part. We all have a story. Every single person you meet has a story about their life and their journey. Like for me, like I said, I didn't come from wealth, grew up in a trailer, single mom, broke, was in an abusive relationship, but I made choices along the way. And even though that was my story and that was part of my past and that gave me experience for now, that doesn't mean that's going to forever be my life. And it's one thing to be like, this is my story and I'm going to be better than this. And it's quite another to be like, this is my story and I'm a victim, right? Because being a victim to your circumstances isn't going to change and get you to where you want to be. It never will. So it first keeps you in that, yo, go sorry. ahead. No, go it ahead. Keeps you in that, it keeps you in that place of lack, that victim yes. mentality. Yes, it's not. And it doesn't do anything for anyone else right? Like boohoo crime to everybody about your problems isn't going to change them and you're not going to feel better and they're probably not going to give a shit. <laughs> and didn't we, we were just talking about this tie. <laughs> we were, you know, um, I was having kind of a day yesterday and I almost reached out to Ty and I'm like, no, I'm not going to give it life because when we start talking about our problems, yes. we're planting those seeds. So it's, you know, so yes, the problems are going to come, but yep. are you feeding it versus are you feeding the solutions? Right. I, listened to some positive podcasts, you know, just did some things that made me feel happy. So what are you feeding when you have those moments? Um, that's exactly. we just talking about that. And this is a thing too. There's two things that we do. We either find distractions and we buffer and we, we turn on Netflix and we completely buffer it out because we don't want to sit in the feelings and feel the feelings and understand them. Or we completely fall victim to them push them away completely. It's a lot of avoidance typically. And then it's just avoidance in different ways. And I will say there's been many of times where when I feel a certain way, I've either given it a story or a narrative and then completely went into self-pity and fed it, or I have buffered and I've reached out to friends and family and everyone else to share my problems because I don't want to sit with them on my own. Don't get me wrong. There is nothing wrong with taking time to just self-pity. but you have to self-pity and then get yourself out of self-pity. You can't you stay there 24 forever. hours. Yes. 24 hours. Yes. So do the five, the five rule. Is this going to matter in five minutes, five weeks, five months, five years? Typically, no. And probably five minutes is the max. Give yourself five minutes. Give yourself an hour to be in pity and to be pissed off and to be mad and upset and then move on. And the number one thing, like Courtney said, stop giving narratives to your feelings. They don't all require a narrative. Like, I feel anxious today. Okay, well, why do I feel that way? The moon, the stars, the air, just well, one of those days. you're anxious, it's because you're focused on the past. The past you can't change anyway. So it's right. like, let me let that go because that's already happened. I can't do anything about that. Anxiousness is the future. Depression is often the past. Yeah. Anxiousness yeah. is when you're thinking about the future and you're like, oh my God, what's going to happen? But you don't know and it hasn't happened yet. So why even work yourself up? And I want to add that, like, there's nothing wrong with having a trusted advisor 
introvert, bouncing yeah. ideas off somebody, talking to a therapist. But you know, you know the difference from when you're truly seeking advice on a situation and you're trying to get clarity versus you're just complaining and yeah. you just want to vent, right? Venting, we have to be so careful about venting because our words are so super powerful yeah. and our subconscious does not know the difference between you venting to your friend and what's actually happening in life. Yeah. Um, and so- Which is also, too, number one is learning to self-soothe. That's like the most important thing, learning to regulate your own emotions without others needing it. But yes, sometimes it's just like good to bitch with your girlfriend. <laughs> just have a bitch fest and get it out. Um, there's something else you just said, and I thought that was so important. Now I just lost it. Oh know. We have such good combos. Oh my gosh. We need to do these more often. If you guys like this, you guys have to reach out and let us know. Because we, honey, we could talk all day. <laughs> we could talk forever. Um, I think it's like, for me, it's nice to be in a community that understands me because I realize that as I grow and as I start to really step into the, hey, you know, you're given that energy, you're given that power. In my house, that was a normal thing for us to say, like, don't give that power. Don't speak that curse on you. Yes. But like my husband did not grow up that way. So a lot of times and like that's the way I raised my daughter. So a lot of times she's like, oh, daddy, don't say that you're giving it power. <laughs> and for him, it's like reprogramming his mind to believe if I say this, I'm making it happen. It's about having that level of consciousness, you know, really catching yourself in those moments when you're doing something. That's the work. Like, I, that's the place. If you're looking for a destination to get to on this, you know, healing journey, that's the place you want to get to is being able to recognize when you are having those moments, having those thoughts, creating the anxiety and saying, okay, I, I know what I'm doing let me do something else to shift my attention. Let me bring myself back to, you know, center. Um, that that's the work. So if you're looking for a destination, I feel like that that's it. That's all, that's all life's got for you because it's going to keep coming, you know, yep. that, that's nothing we can do about that. No. So you might as well just get good at it now before it completely takes over. But that actually reminded me of what I was going to say is that your uh, words hold so much power and your brain actually doesn't know the difference between real scenarios and scenarios that you make up in your own mind. The scenarios that you, we all do it, whether we think we're doing it or not, because we all interpret life in our own perspective. Like we can all three go through a, the same exact scenario, but we're going to tell the story about it differently based on our, our own thoughts and our own beliefs and feelings about how we went through it. So. Um, I've heard people say this before and I think it's so funny, but they'll go, like, you know, instead of bitching with your girlfriends, you'll have a conversation and you'll do like almost role playing about like, Hey, like I won the lottery today. And then your girlfriends are just going to like play along with you. Your brain has no idea that that's not real life because the feelings that it then sparks inside of your body and you start feeling excited and you start feeling like, Oh my God, this is happening. Your brain has no idea. It's not happening. So yeah. You can use that to your own power, but we are going to wrap up today's episode. Um, and I just want to say thank you to everyone listening. The links will be below to follow Courtney, follow Ty on social media, check them out, hang out with them, as well as the link to either contact them to be on their VIP list and come to their class or join membership or Academy to be in all three classes. If you guys loved this episode, please let us know. Uh, if you want, 
I mean, we've talked about having our own podcast, the three of us. So maybe we that's can. maybe that's something we'll be doing. Um, but please give your feedback and let us know. And and you can also drop some ideas. Like, what do you guys want to know about? Like motherhood mm. business. We've got a lot we could share. So yes, let us for know. Sure. Yes, but thank you, Tay. Thank you for having us. Thank you for sharing this space with us today. You're so yes, and thank you for letting us share. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love sharing other women's stories because I'm like, if I tell you and you're like, okay, you did it, but like, I can't, but I'm like, okay, but look at all these other women that also did it. Then it's mm-hmm. like, okay. Right. But yeah. thank you ladies so much for being here. And to our audience, we will chat with you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.